Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The Jets are nothing if they're not interesting. And hopefully things are tra- trending up. A lot of news every day. The latest, what's going to happen with Dalvin Cook? To get to the bottom of it, we bring in Andy Vasquez from NJ.com, the ledger uh, on the Jets. Hey, Andy, how are you? Doing well, Lori. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing just fine, thanks. Let's start with all the uh, the swirling around of uh, running back Dalvin Cook, the free agent who showed up today at Jets camp. And um, let's start off there. What are the latest rumors there? Is this? Are, what are the chances this is going to happen? Versus, is he sort of just using the Jets to um, you know kind of trump up an offer? Yeah, I, I think. It's certainly a possibility, especially when you consider that one of the teams involved is Miami, and, and that's home for him. And, and he's even said that that it would be a dream come true. So, you know, especially with the running back market being how it is this, in this day and age, it would make sense. Uh, but I also think there's real interest there, and, and you know, it's there's precedent for the Jets having a guy. I mean, it is kind of like a ridiculous scene where a guy is stand, standing there in an open practice and watching. <laughs> Uh, you know, practice with the team and he's not part of the team, but it happened last year uh, with Dwayne Brown, who ended up being a member of the Jets. He was at watching the green, white, green and white scrimmage. And then um, a year, be- the year before that, I think Morgan Moses did the same thing and, and was at a practice maybe in the spring. So um, they, they've done it before. It's happened before. They have a pretty good track record of reeling people in. And, and I think, you know, it makes a lot of sense for both sides. So I, I think it's a real possibility, but I think we're going to kind of have to see how the next couple of days go and and how his market materializes. But but I I just have a feeling that he's going to end up with the Jets. With the Jets, yeah. Otherwise, isn't he? Yeah, as you said, he's there at practice, and I, I don't know. Are there secrets that he can glean if he ends up on the Dolphins? Yeah, that would be. I mean, <laughs> a concern certainly. And if and if he had a visit lined up with the Patriots, which I know the Patriots have some interest too. I mean, I don't. I, you know. I would be more concerned about the kind of things that are being said inside the facility and, and what they're telling about the offense and what you're seeing at a practice with a couple thousand people out there and what we're watching every day. I think, you know, there's been enough video coming out of Jets practice where people know what, what they're going to be doing. Um, and there's always, you know, as a, as a good coach, you're going to hide some of it in camp. But it's a weird vibe. Yeah, it's definitely a weird vibe, especially considering the other teams involved are, are basically all in the division. What's the latest on Brees Hall, the Jets' own star running back, and his um, potential, you know, kind of this season coming back from such a serious injury? What are the expectations there? Yeah, I think people have been getting really excited just because his rehab 
from the beginning has gone very well. And, and that this doesn't mean his rehab isn't going well. I mean, we're, we're basically right now at nine months exactly since the injury. Just past nine months, he tore his ACL in week seven of last year. It doesn't matter how well the, the rehab is going. They're not going to throw a guy back out there nine months after he had, you know, reconstructive surgery on, on his ACL. Uh, and he's perhaps, you know, the future of your team. And you've got him under contract for at least, you know, the next three years. So they, they're going to be cautious with him, especially after all the potential he showed last year. And it's not just the right thing for the team. It's the right thing for him as well, because, we've seen the challenges. So the, the plan is still for Brees Hall to be back week one. Robert Sala said it today that you know everything is still on track for that and, and that about two weeks from now is when the Jets think he'll be activated. I think all of that matches up with, with what you think. And, and we shouldn't be surprised when early in the season his workload is limited as well because they're going to just ease him back from this, which is the right thing to do. So that's why, to me, the Dalvin Cook thing makes sense when you look at the other running backs. You look at what they need. They need a guy who has, you know, value as a workhorse and, and who is also experienced and proven. And, and Dalvin Cook is certainly all of those things. And uh, that's why it makes sense for me. What kind of contract do you expect? The whole running back market at this point is so suppressed. What What yeah. is it that you expect somebody like Dalvin Cook uh, to command this late in the season? Yeah, I, it's it's tough to say because, you know, I think he made around 11 last year. I, I would think somewhere in the five, six million range without really much more than a, than a one year commitment, especially considering that they're going to have Paul back. They'd hope at a hundred percent next year. I, I think something. That's like that Miles. San- yeah. Know. Miles Sanders, yeah. $6 million, something like that. Um, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's, okay. it's hard to know, you know, what, what, another team is going to offer because that's really, I guess, what's going to determine it is what offer the Jets have have to beat. But Aaron Rodgers did just give them some money to play with, which doesn't hurt either. Yeah, all right, let's go there. Um, There's tons to talk about here, but Aaron (laughs) Rodgers, how unexpected that he would turn around and give the Jets back $35 million uh, over this year or next year on that contract, especially with all – that happened with him and the Packers for all those years, that it would be year one with the Jets and he'd be handing back money. Yeah, I I wasn't shocked that he was going to give back some money just because he's been such a team, you know, the opposite kind of what you saw at the end of his tenure in Green Bay. And and not that his teammates spoke ill of him. I just think there was a lot of, you know, shots being taken back and forth between him and the front office, and it was clear, you know, he wasn't thrilled. And and it's been the opposite here in terms of, you know, that he likes the way they're doing everything, and and obviously they're they're listening to him and, and building this around him. So I I could have seen it, but, yeah, $35 million, I mean, that's, that's a huge amount of money, and you're talking about it gives them flexibility to bring in one or two guys either now or at the trade deadline or – you know, in, in free agency at some point off of the waiver wire, uh, they have some flexibility now. So I think, you know, you can read it a couple of ways. Obviously, he's happy with the situation. I think if you look at what he said, and, and you don't really have to read too hard in between the lines. Like, he wants Green Bay to know what they're missing out on, too, and, and he has a point to prove there. And, and we've seen angry Aaron Rodgers in the recent past win two MVPs in a row after the <laughs> Packers joined or, or drafted Jordan Love. And I think if I'm a Jets fan, I'm pretty pumped that I'm getting angry Aaron <laughs> Rodgers because he's got something to prove. 
All right, so angry Aaron Rodgers, you walked me into it. Uh, the next uh, storyline, which is today. So he was reacting to what Broncos coach Sean Payton said about the former Broncos head coach, Nathaniel Hackett, obviously got fired after a season. And Sean Payton, with some very harsh words, you don't usually kick the guy who just got fired before you. Um, Robert Sala reacted to it. And then today, Aaron Rodgers reacted to it with defense of Hackett. Um, he's an outspoken guy. What What were your thoughts on his comments? Yeah, it was interesting. And it, I think ultimately it was a surprise to see him defend him in that way. But if you listen to his full comments and the way it kind of builds, um, you know, he, he was kind of calm at first and saying, a few, just a few shots out there, and then it ends with you know keep my coach's name out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was just a very precise and nice build, and I got to say, uh, being around Aaron Rodgers for a few months, uh, he does give you a lot to write about, and, and he's a very interesting guy. If not, you know, there's there's some some you know quirks he has too, but he's definitely been very pleasant for us to deal with, and and interesting, and and this. He, he just seems to deliver what people want to hear. And it, it was interesting. And I think, you know, I speak for everyone covering this team when I'm like, can we just fast forward to week five and, <laughs> and get to this game? Because it's going to be fun. I mean, it's going Jets to Broncos be week five. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's going to be <laughs> fun and interesting. And yeah, I mean, I think Nathaniel Hackett obviously did not have a good year last year. And I understand some Jets fans were concerned about that, but the Jets didn't hire him to be, uh, you know, head coach. They hired him to be a coordinator, and he's had a lot of success in that role, and, and a lot of success with Aaron Rodgers in that role. So I would feel comfortable about that. It's been interesting with Hackett because, you know, you, we all saw what happened last year, but he either has people who are going to take shots at him like this, or a lot of players who will line up to defend him. And, and I think you've seen that the last couple of days. So I don't think you can really defend the job he did last year, but. You can defend him in this role and, and what he's done in the past, and, and I think that's what you're seeing Rodgers do. And, and, you know, he's a big reason that Rodgers is here, I think. Hack it. In all your years covering the league, were were you surprised by the comments made by Sean Payton about the guy that was fired before him? Oh, absolutely. I mean, especially when you see a guy like that who's been pretty buttoned down. Um, you know, obviously – there's other factors like, you know, I think Jared Bell, the guy who wrote the story for USA Today, has a longstanding relationship with him. And Peyton, as he admitted himself, he's coming off a year at Fox. So maybe he was a little too comfortable. But when you consider the situation the Jets are in and then that they're going to be playing the Broncos so early in the season, I think it was, you know, particularly surprising. And I know a lot of people were out there saying he had this grand plan behind it, but, um, it sure is going to put a bull up, bullseye on the team early in the season, and especially that Week Five game. So, yeah, especially with them playing early in the season, I was I was pretty surprised, and I think you'd have a hard time. That's one of the things Roger said today: finding another coach taking a shot at a coach like the one that Sean Payton took at Nathaniel Hackett. Talking to Andy Vasquez from the Ledger NJ dot com about the Jets and. Um, back on the field, what have you seen from Aaron Rodgers so far in terms of uh, kind of the chemistry with some of the 
receivers, running backs, um, you know, tight ends, all of that. We understand the relationship he obviously has with Alan Lazard from Green Bay, you know, Randall Cobb, guys like that. But what about of, of the newer teammates? Who does it seem like he's really um, developing good on-field timing and chemistry? Well, not surprisingly, Garrett Wilson and Rodgers, before Garrett got hurt on Thursday, I think he rolled his ankle, wasn't back at practice today. Salah said uh, it's a low ankle sprain, and they're just going to play it cautious with him. So understandably so, considering he got the offensive rookie of the year, that they're going to play it cautious. And it's understandable that Rodgers and, and, and Garrett Wilson have developed chemistry. It's just Garrett Wilson had 1,100 yards last year with basically no one at quarterback, and now mm-hmm. he has one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Uh, so they, they're figuring each other out, and I think it's a lot a lot for a second-year player to digest in terms of you're learning a new offense and you're learning how to, this quarterback wants it, and this quarterback changes a lot of stuff to the line of scrimmage. But one of the things that I found interesting is that in most offenses – it's very rigid and they want you to run like 10 yards on a seven step drop and be at this exact mark. And and CJ Izama was telling us today that with Rogers, it's like, I just need you to be in this area when I make this (laughs) drop. So there's like actually a lot more freedom Mm -hmm. within the offense and it's, it's a difficult adjustment. So, but I think one that can make things play faster in the end. So I think it's going to be really interesting. I think, They've got a tough schedule early, um, and there's going to be an adjustment period. But I think I don't, I don't think you're going to have to worry as a Jets fan about your offense not scoring a touchdown for three weeks or having two yards in the second half of the game like they did last year with, with Aaron Rodgers at quarterback. That's what I can tell you after watching the first few weeks of camp. It's interesting. I think Aaron Rodgers, like a Patrick Mahomes, are in, as you're describing it, there's both the orchestration uh, kind of classical music conductor as well as the jazz, like where it all breaks down and it's, um, you know, just kind of improvised. And, and they, they both seem to do that both so well. Um, all right. So the Jets actually, you know, playing in that Hall of Fame game, which is coming up this Wednesday. They get that extra preseason game. They'll they'll be the first team playing um, this coming week. Who can we expect to see actually playing in that first preseason game this Wednesday against the Browns? And what should we be watching for? Yeah, well, Robert Sala told us we aren't going to see the starters, and uh, you know, he said recently that it's it's pretty unlikely we'll see Aaron Rodgers during the preseason. Um, if we do, it'll be the last game against the Giants, which is now kind of in the spot the third game used to be a couple weeks before the start of the season. Um, but we're going to see the young guys, and that includes Zach Wilson, so that adds some intrigue for sure. I'm a little bit surprised about that, considering um, you know it's a national audience and, and there's some potential for not great things there for <laughs> Zach, but I think it's also a good test and a good chance for him to maybe move past the last time he played in front of a national audience mm-hmm. on that Thursday night in December, which was not great. Um, so it, that's going to be interesting. We're going to see Mekhi Becton, if, assuming all goes well, he returned to practice or the team drill today after uh, missing Wednesday's practice and uh, coming back in a limited fashion on Thursday. The Jets then had a couple of days off and Becton was back in team drills and, and Salah said he'll be out there. I would imagine as, the backup left tackle, but we'll kind of see how that goes. Those two are the biggest storylines. Becton, um, he's fighting his way back. Basically, he's played one half in the last two years, and 
the most important thing for him is to prove what he's doing um, is working and that, and that he can stay on the field. He needs to be able to stay on the field, and then they can figure out if he can get in a position battle. And then with Zach, I mean, he just needs to go out there and play solid. It hasn't been perfect every day in camp, but he's been pretty solid and just needs to prove to his teammates and Jets fans that he's capable of being the backup if they need him which obviously they would prefer not to this season. Those two guys are the biggest things to watch. Mm-hmm. Jason Brownlee is another guy to watch. Mm-hmm. He's a young receiver who's who's really showed out in camp. I think it's going to be really interesting to see if he can keep that up. Um, and then on defense, you know, I, you're going to see Will McDonald as well, the the 15th overall pick who has showed some real flashes of, of his speed during training camp. Now we're going to get to see if, he has enough power to kind of hold up against other guys um, when they're actually 100% trying to stop him. And, and, and it's really physical out there for real against another team. So those are kind of the guys I would highlight and be interested in watching on, on uh, Thursday night when these two teams play later this week. It's going to be, it's going to be interesting for this stage of the year. One of my themes for the show, changing the narrative and certainly for guys like Becton and Wilson an opportunity to change the narrative, and it starts this week. Um, also exciting for Jets fans, obviously, the Hall of Fame game because Darrell Rivas, Joe Klecko um, being inducted, so should be a big week for Jets fans. Andy Vasquez, you should be following him on social. You should be reading him, uh, nj.com, and at the Ledger, appreciate all um, of your coverage, and thanks so much for hopping on. Thanks for having me. Yeah, enjoy this, Jets fans. You, you haven't been here in a while, so enjoy it. <laughs> T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.